Hello, everybody. Uh, Dr. Rick Wallace here. Hope everybody is having a great weekend. Uh, getting off to a great start. Uh, hope you had a great closing out of your work week, business week, uh, whatever it is that you are pursuing in life. I hope you had a great week uh, in that pursuit. Uh, and no matter what, no matter what you're going through, no matter what seems to be happening at the moment, um, you're moving. Life isn't static. And so if you're still breathing, you're still in the fight and you still can win. The goal is to wake up every day and answer the bell. Uh, with that in mind, I'm going to move on um, real quickly. Don't forget, uh, we're still doing the sponsorships for book number 25. I told you when we first started that the preliminary title would probably change as I'm writing and more things are coming to me. And as of right now, we've changed it from the Black Wealth Project to Chasing the Ghost, uh, the quest for black uh, generational wealth, uh, the quest for black wealth. And so, uh, this is book number 25. I'm extremely proud of the fact that I've been able to stick with what I do and what I love and to uh, create content that I believe has made a difference uh, in the lives of many people, actually around the world. You know, I get emails um, from all kinds of I have clients in Australia, clients in the UK, uh, even in Ireland. Uh, but just to sit up and actually get messages about how my content, whether written, video, or whatever, or direct uh, engagement has helped change lives. So I'm excited about book number 25. Uh, and so I started a sponsorship where people can literally sponsor space in this book to memorialize uh, people sort of celebrate who they think made a difference in their life. Uh, regardless to who it is um, and that information is going to be in the description of box of this video and many other videos uh, there are also videos that explain it the link is in the box uh, if you want to be a part of that if you there's somebody you want to celebrate click that link uh, go over there and there's no minimum so whatever you want to sponsor uh, to have an opportunity to celebrate somebody, it's up to you. Uh, with that in mind, I want to talk to you about something that uh, has been a consistent uh, passion of mine uh, for as far back as I can remember. Uh, and that is the black family. And I want to talk specifically right now about how the black family uh, plays a role in the development of young black youth who ultimately come become black adults uh, in an environment that's inherently hostile towards them. And what happens when the family uh, nucleus as it uh, should be is reduced to some morphed uh, hybrid uh, that lacks the full force of what's necessary. 
the family is an institution the same way marriage is an institution uh, institutions have purpose institutions aren't uh, abstract existing uh, entities institutions are designed for something they may come as a part of cultural uh, uh, cultural tradition they may come as a part of social tradition they may come as a part of what is naturally inherently uh, seen and known but they have a purpose uh, the purpose of the family it's to provide an environment through which the values the interests and principles of said family is projected down through the line of the progeny in other words the family is the ideal environment to prepare your progeny to perpetuate your values your interests your principles your traditionals your, your ideals about life down your family line and so uh, it is the opportunity to prepare your children to be successful. Prepare your children to take what you hold dear about who you are, your identity, your last name, your uh, core element of, of, of identity, and take it beyond your life. And at, at a level that people who will never meet you will know you. They will know your impact in the world. They will know uh, how you lived. They will know the values you held dear. They will know your approach on money, on marriage, on business, on life, on race, on all of these things. It happens in the family. When the family is in an ideal state, it has both masculine and feminine energy. Uh, the male and the female have distinct, natural, inherent qualities. It's meant to be that way. They're not meant to be the same. Because if it was possible to accomplish what we are designed and meant to accomplish uh, only with one or the other, then we would probably be asexual, meaning that we could re reproduce within ourselves and we wouldn't need a mate. The whole idea is that the mate doesn't just come with the ability to procreate. The mate comes with the balanced energy to uh, combine. And what happens in an ideal situation is feminine energy meets masculine energy. Those energies merge and create a synergy. A synergy is a force created by merging energies that provides the capacity to do above and beyond what, uh, what either entity or energy force or source could have done on its own and so what happens in marriage is you merge masculine energy and feminine energy with a primary clear central focus now how each thinks in that central idea and movement will be distinct because they are different in nature but they both provide a combined force and so when they come together that masculine and that feminine energy also provides the ideal environment to rear kids because kids need both masculine and feminine energy when you start talking about these new social norms where having a single parent household is no longer the result of a failed marriage but in many times unexpected and accepted idea of just simply how things will be 
when the new notion of engagement is co-parenting rather than simply parenting and, un and, and not recognizing the massive force and the massive uh, implication of the presence or the lack thereof of one of the parents, in many instances, the male parent, you lose the ability to truly give that child or children everything they need to win in this world. See, we even have lost the force of educating our youth. We entrust educating our youth to an academic system that is inferior to most academic systems around the world, first and foremost, and then not even designed specifically for our children, uh, which makes it even that much less effective. Plus, academics in and of itself, the attainment of academic skills isn't the total story of education. Education is so much more than the attainment of academic skills. Education is the complete total preparation and empowerment of an individual to go out into life and not only compete but win. If you have not empowered your child, if you not have not prepared your child, you have not educated your child. Matter of fact, most academic systems aren't about education, they are about indoctrination. Most academic systems are indoctrinating your child to take on a mindset of servitude for a paycheck. Uh, what most people don't want to hear, and this is no insult to anybody holding a job, you have to feed your family, but that should be a mindset and an understanding of what's going on. You were meant to stand and walk in your purpose. You were meant to fulfill your own personal destiny. There's a gifting inside of you that is unique and powerful, and it provides your value in this world. Education indoctrinates you to set your gift and your value aside or to sell it for cheap. Now the problem is most people have been indoctrinated to exchange their skills, their gifts, their energy, their effort, their labor, and their time for a paycheck. The truth of the matter is paychecks are the poison that convince you uh, and, 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 and influence you to forget about your own personal vision. That's all a paycheck is. It's the poison given to you consistently that convinces you to step away from the thing that's most prevalent and powerful as far as you living in your destiny. That's on an individual level. On a collective level, when most of us aren't in a position of power because we are focused on the paycheck and the person who controls the paycheck doesn't have the same interests as we do, we're already at a disadvantage. We can't speak out because we need the paycheck. We can't resist because we need the paycheck. And this is just one element and component of what happens when the family isn't operating the way it should be. When the family, even when they're two in the home, don't understand the importance of holistically educating the child. When you don't holistically educate the child and you trust the system to educate the child, guess who controls the system? Malcolm X, Dr. Amos Wilson, Dr. Khaled Muhammad, Dr. Naeem Agbar, and now Dr. Rick Wallace, and I'm pretty sure um, my colleague, Dr. Uh, Michael Blanchard, who is in the uh, education uh, and academic uh, industry, uh, will all say the same thing that Malcolm and all the others have told us already. And that is, you 
cannot trust your enemy to educate your child to compete with theirs. Uh, that's one of the most foolish endeavors I have ever, ever heard of. No people who have a position of power will educate and empower those they have power over to acquire or take away their power. So every move they make is simply to put you in a better, more refined position to serve the system. These are things that have to be taught in the home. And why do they need to be taught in the home? Because the first seven years of a child's life are the more influential, most influential. They are in a state of theta almost all the time. What does that mean? They're constantly downloading information that tells them where they fit in in the world, how they operate in the world, how the world works, what are they supposed to be doing, what they should be doing, what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. All that's happening in the first seven years of their life. Who should be the most influential force during that time? The parents. The parents should be the primary label givers. But so often, it's not the parents. It's the teachers. It's the clergy. It's even their peers. You should be speaking into your child's life. You should be establishing the norms and standards. You should be sitting up and setting it up. But in order for that to happen, we need to revisit the importance of the black family. I'm going to leave you with that. I want you to think about that. I want you to think about exactly how devastating it is for our children right now. On that note, I'm going to get ready to get out of here. Don't forget, if you have not uh, sponsored a space in this book, uh, Chasing the Ghosts, The Quest for Black Wealth, which again is something that should be uh, an element and component coming out of the black family, but there's so much going on. I had a long conversation with someone earlier about how that impacts how you grow up and how you look at money, how you treat money, how you behave with money. We're going to talk with, about all that in the book. We go way beyond that. We go all the way back to Reconstruction and Black Codes uh, to talk about uh, the dynamic of wealth building as it pertains to blacks. We do, we do it all in this book. This isn't X's and O's only. This is understanding the mentality we have right now, where it came from, uh, what we've been up against, and how we get over it. But, in the, but if you want to sponsor a space to memorialize someone, to pay homage to someone, to uh, pay tribute to someone, or to celebrate something you have done that's outstanding that you want to leave permanently uh, celebrated uh, where people can see it, sponsor a space. Uh, the information is in the description box. On that note, I'm out of here. You guys have an unbelievable day.